and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one disputatious page of Talmud every day. In today's page, Sukkah 28, we see them, the Statler and Waldorf of the Talmud, the two old guys from the Muppets, the original arguers, Hillel and Shammai. Have a listen. In the case of one whose head and most of his body were in the sukkah and his table was in the house, Bet Shammai deem it unfit and Bet Hillel deem it fit. Bet Hillel said to Bet Shammai, And wasn't there an incident where the elders of Bet Shammai and the elders of Bet Hillel went to visit Rabbi Yochanan ben Ahoranit and they found him such that he was sitting with his head and most of his body in the sukkah and his table in the house and they said nothing to him? Even Bet Shammai did not object. Bet Shammai said to them, Is there proof from there? That is not what happened. Rather, they said to him, If you are accustomed to act in this manner, you have never fulfilled the mitzvah of sukkah in your life. Here we see, as we see in so many cases in the Talmud, the disciples of two famous rabbis, the lenient Hillel and the censorious Shammai, clashing with each other, wrestling over meanings, over how to interpret the tradition. And it seems to me that they teach us not only timeless lessons in how to adjudicate halakha or Jewish law, but also a lesson that we could all use, particularly now, a lesson in how to argue. And it is my pleasure to welcome back to this here podcast, our producer, the one and only, the inimitable, Josh Cross. Hello, my friend. Hey, Liel. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. And I thought of you when I read this passage, because it seems to me that now that so many of us spend so much time online, especially on social media, a lot of that time is spent arguing. And I try not to dip my toes into these particularly murky waters. But from time to time, I do. And it strikes me how bad we are at arguing with each other, how inept at disagreeing. Now, you are one of the greatest Facebook moderators that I know. You moderate the <laughs> Facebook group for about 6,000 people who are fans of our other podcast, Unorthodox. And you've managed to keep this place, this environment, not only civil, but actually really pleasant, while at the same time an arena for numerous, really big, really contentious, really painful, really meaningful arguments, disputations, dissents, and very thorny conversations. How do you do it? Well, I really have two rules that I want everybody to follow in our group to maintain harmony. The, the, the first one is that everyone needs to be treated as a human being. There's no questioning somebody else's humanity, regardless of whether you think their beliefs are completely horrible or wonderful. If they are there, they are human, and we need to treat them as such. Second of all, it's really hard to punch somebody while you're laughing. And the thing that I try to model for people and the thing that I try to encourage is even when disagreeing, if we do it with a sense of humor, which goes along with that sense of humanity, it will be a lot more harmonious and a lot less contentious, even while vehemently disagreeing. Now, I love this answer very much, but I'm going to push you even further because, you know, here are these, these two rabbinic camps, Hillel and Shammai, and their arguments aren't just real. They're literally arguments about the meaning of the word of God, right? The stakes couldn't be higher, especially, especially for deeply devout people. And yet, it seems to me that their respect for each other, however begrudging, 
is predicated on more than this just basic, and, and I love you for saying it, right, notion of like, okay, well, the other person's a person. Got to respect his humanity. What choice do I have? It seems to me that they've actually developed a kind of more deeply rooted, deep-seated respect that's predicated on, on, on the idea that you may strongly disagree with what the other side is saying, while at the same time recognizing a deep, acute passion, intelligence, understanding, really kind of respecting the other rather than just tolerating them. Now, I've seen you also achieve something quite similar in several instances. How do you do that? How do you get someone to truly see a point even if you totally don't agree with it, especially online? I think the biggest place that we fail when communicating this way is when we listen only to ourselves. When I'm trying to convince you of something, or I'm even trying to argue with you about something, I need to speak to it in your voice, not my own. I need to hear what you are saying and how you say it and how you understand it. What I'm saying might make perfect sense to me, but if the person hearing it doesn't get it, that's on me. So the most important thing to do, to model, to have people do, is listen to what someone else is saying and put your points in a way that they will understand. Speak to what they are saying in the hopes that they will speak to what you are saying. A lot of the time we wind up in arguments where people on the left and people on the right are just talking right past each other. The things that the people who say Judea and Samaria don't have anything to do with what the people who say occupied West Bank mean. And, and that's where the conflict comes. It's only if each of those sides can go and listen to the truths that the other side has and understand the language that they are using, that the other side is using, that you can show them the respect so that they feel heard so that they can hear you as well. So it's it's, it's really about being audience-centered as opposed to self-centered. Or to sharpen this point even further, focused on an actual argument. I mean, say what you will on Hillel and Shammai, but they are both always obliged to honor the same premise while arriving at very different interpretations. They don't each, you know, select little portions of the issue and declare it to be the issue in its entirety, nor do they, you know, make up their own sets of facts. They they actually argue while rooted very much in the same ground. I, I want, before I let you go, I want you to give us, if you can, one example of a conversation that was particularly thorny and particularly hard to handle and yet sort of surprised you, amazed you, something that, you know, made you see like, hey, look at how two people or more who truly are at odds can have this conversation in ways that lead to a deeper understanding. Well, I've seen it time and time again, where when two people calmly and respectfully lay out their facts, they find that a lot of the facts they're basing their arguments on overlap, that their facts are one and the same because, well, facts are facts. And so if we can unify and accept truths on the ground, knowing which truths are important to you and which truths are important to me, but they are not exclusive of each other. It's just a matter of importance, not truth. We can then understand why something matters to you while something else matters to me on the other side of a debate. So whether it's been in the recent debates about ice cream or settlements or American politics or anything, what it really comes down to is the most success comes when you can go and see some the truths that matter to somebody else while identifying yours and finding a way to appreciate the other person's position because they are arguing for what they believe is the most important. And that's really what it comes down to with, with the rabbis. Their facts are facts, but 
they are arguing based on what matters the most to them. Hopefully, by focusing on what's most important, the facts that matter most to the person who you are arguing with, we can come to some kind of middle ground of at least accepting and understanding the basis for their arguments, and therefore maintain and perpetuate some kind of unity between us. Amen to that. Josh Cross, thank you so much for being our guest. Thanks for having me. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>